Hey everyone, and welcome back to Daily Manna, where we're learning to feed upon the Word of God, chapter by chapter. I'm David, and today we'll be getting into James, chapter 2. And today I want to focus on just one verse. That's verse 5 in this chapter, and it says this. Listen, my beloved brothers, did not God choose the poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he promised to those who love him? I just thought that this verse is such a good description of what we should aspire to be in our Christian lives. Of course, in the context here, James is speaking about the distinctions between the rich and the poor, your material things in the church. But whether we're rich or poor materially, I hope we would all desire to match this verse. We would be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom and those who love the Lord. So let's break this down a little bit. What does it mean to be rich in faith? Well, Hebrews 11.1 tells us that faith is the substantiation of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. So to be rich in faith means that we're able to substantiate our hope in the spiritual things and we're able to have conviction concerning the things which we cannot see. I want to focus in on these two aspects of faith and dive into what they mean. What does it mean to substantiate the things that we hope for? Well, as Christians, of course we have hope in the Lord's second coming in the future. But even today, we have living hope concerning many things in our life. We hope that God will be our strength. We hope that we will have the peace that surpasses man's understanding. We hope that we will know the knowledge surpassing love of God. In all these things, the promises of the Bible are our hope. But the only way those hopes can become substantiated or can become our experience, can become real to us, is through faith. We access the promises of the Bible through our faith. So when we read a verse like, to know the knowledge surpassing love of Christ, the first thing we need to do as we have to say, Lord, I believe. I believe that your love surpasses my knowledge. I want to experience a love that surpasses my mental capacity. As we exercise the faith in our spirit to believe what the Bible says, actually it becomes solid. It becomes substance. The spiritual things often are mysterious and far away and difficult to lay hold of and grasp. But faith is the means by which we bring substance to these things. We make them real to ourselves. And this actually contributes to the second aspect of faith. How can we have conviction concerning a person and everything related to him who we cannot see? We have to have real experiences of him there has to be a substance behind what we say to others when we preach the gospel when we testify of who christ is you can't just quote facts or verses or stories from the bible without having substantiated the spiritual reality behind those verses or those stories when we preach the gospel or when we speak the word of god to others We must have the element of faith that has made those things real to us. 
in our experience, in our personal life. In this way, you will be full of conviction. We always have the most conviction concerning things that we have personally experienced. And the same goes with our faith. We must experience all the promises of the Bible, all the things that the Bible says about the Christian life and about the Lord must be substantiated by our faith. And so we want to be rich in these things, rich in the experience and enjoyment of Christ through the exercise of our faith. This will cause us to become heirs of God's kingdom. What is an heir? An heir is someone who is legally set or designated to inherit something. Well, what are we inheriting? We are inheriting the kingdom of God. God wants to give us his kingdom. But to be those who can be qualified to inherit the kingdom, we must be people who have reached a certain spiritual age or maturity. And so being rich in faith denotes this. It denotes spiritual growth. It denotes spiritual maturity. So as we accumulate experiences of Christ, experiences of the promises of the Bible being substantiated to us, actually we are growing, growing in the Lord. And so just as a physical human heir in things related to the world has to reach a certain age for those things legally to be bestowed upon them or entrusted to them, in the same way, we're waiting for the day when we hit the spiritual age where the Lord will say, now the kingdom is yours. So the final key in this verse is the last phrase where it says that God promised these things to be rich in faith and to be heirs of the kingdom to those who love him. This is actually the foundation. The promise of being rich in faith and to inheriting the kingdom is only for those who love the Lord. Maybe we have a desire to be rich in faith. I hope we all have a desire to inherit the kingdom. Well, actually, the best way to start is to say, Lord Jesus, I love you. May we say this every day. Just by saying this simple phrase, we are beginning to enter into God's promises. Lord Jesus, we love you. As those who love you, we'd like to exercise our faith to claim your promise. As we love you, Make us rich in faith and heirs of your kingdom. Amen.